Welcome everybody to the Sports Biz Pod. I'm your host, Nick Hayden, the founder of Sports Biz Group. And today is Friday, October 16th, 2020. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Now this is the Sports Biz Rundown, where we go on the podcast every Friday and give you just a very concise breakdown, jam-packing every headline, every news, every event, every job opening, whatever it is, into a very concise podcast. And by the end of this, you're going to be more up to speed, more intelligent and have a slight edge into the sports industry so thank you for tuning into this uh, episode and stay tuned for some also amazing interviews that we have lined up with some really big hitting guests um, in the upcoming weeks so stay tuned for that but that's going to be really interesting to see so we'll jump right into this Um, today's friday october 16th and starting with this monday on the 12th to where we are now uh, we had jam-packed action with news and events so We'll jump right into it, but to start things off in this week, um, in the beginning of the week, we saw that the Los Angeles Lakers won the NBA championship. So LeBron was at finals MVP, but that was um, kind of the biggest news to kick off the week, uh, which happened on Sunday night, and then leading into Monday, we saw all the things coming after that. But to kind of really recap the NBA bubble, no COVID cases, that's really successful. The, the finals viewership was really down um, to, you know, significantly down from previous years so that's kind of a loss in a way but there's so many other sports going on it could be tied to some political issues it could be tied to maybe not the best quality product on the court um, since there's no fans so there's a multitude of reasons but viewership was down but from a sense of controlling covid that was successful so that's interesting there but Lakers win. They just tied the Celtics for the all-time um, championships um, with total rings, total uh, with total total championships. So the Lakers are, you know, on their way to potentially being the number one um, winningest team in, in the NBA history. So that's history, interesting. There, uh, some other kind of interesting, cool takeaways is that um, Fanatics they saw the most um, sold ever for an NBA champion. So the Lakers broke all records. Um, for, for total sales on Fanatics, which sells merchandise and all that. So that's great. Um, Adam Silver also gave all the NBA employees a $1,000 bonus um, as a thank you for kind of weathering the storm and uh, things like that are, you know, great to see that. But um, nonetheless, you know, the bubble was interesting. They were able to contain it. Uh, to be honest, the, you know, a lot of other leagues have taken strong note uh, for what the NBA has done. Obviously, the NFL can't necessarily replicate the bubble uh, with that many teams in the regular season uh, that the NBA could, but maybe they might try something like that in the playoffs when there's um, far less teams. So the NBA has kind of set the standard with how to uh, put on quality games um, consistently and safely. So congrats to the Lakers for that. And, you know, there's a lot of other things with – the Lakers coming around that, but that was probably by far the biggest, um, you know, the biggest news coming from the beginning of the week. Uh, moving on to some other things that happened earlier in the week, we saw PJ Tour partnered up with BetMGM, where the first time ever there's going to be live betting odds onto the telecast. It's never been done before in golf. That's really cool to see that. Um, Disney, uh, which has uh, also had some kind of struggles uh, the past week about furloughing a significant amount of employees, they are um, launching a new and restructuring a new entertainment um, and media division with an emphasis on streaming. And we saw a really big increase in the stock price after that. But Disney was also the host um, to the you know the bubble, so that was kind of tied to that uh, for the NBA bubble. 
Um, so that's kind of interesting there, but they're starting a new streaming entertainment um, to kind of division, which was really well received earlier this week. Uh, let's see, moving on here. So eSports had some really big fundraising. So every, you know, every week or every month, you know, whether you like it or not, eSports is kind of breaking headlines. So for some examples, Talent eSports raised $2 million in a seed fund. Uh, that's uh, some big news there. Another uh, article, NAG Studios raised $1 million in pre-seas round. So eSports by far, those are just a few of them. There's many more, but um, you know, if, you're, if you're not as knowledgeable on eSports, it's taken off a lot of money. It's getting poured into it. You see pop culture and um, professional athletes are all kind of joining on this wave, but that's some interesting things going on there um, in the eSports side of things. Let's see, mo moving on. So um, there is a company called Socios, which is a cryptocurrency for sports fans. And they just launched a new partnership with 10 different English, not English Premier, but European soccer clubs for fans to buy tokens in their club. So that's an interesting news that just came up there where you, know, you can go on and it's like an exchange and people can buy into shares of Juventus, PSG, um, AS Roma, Real Madrid, etc. And that's kind of an interesting news coming out here, uh, released by Sportico this week. So big news there. Red Sox, Boston Red Sox are about to become public, a publicly traded company. So Fenway Sports Group, which is essentially the owner of the Boston Red Sox, and they also own Liverpool FC and a portion of that. They um, talks to sell a minority stake into Red Bull Acquisition, which is a blank acquisition company, SPAC. Um, and that means it would be going public. So essentially you could be buying shares into the New York Red Sox, or sorry, the um, Boston Red Sox at some point. So uh, this is kind of interesting news where a team like Manchester United, they're traded on the public market so you can buy shares in it. So it's interesting to see that that's new form way and, and the SPAC's uh, special acquisition, special purpose acquisition company is what they're, they're called, essentially going public. So you can do an IPO, which is the more traditional route where you have built up your company and then you file paperwork and then you launch from scratch, um, say a, a company that um, that is essentially on the public market and it has a ticker and you can buy a share in it. But the SPAC is where you essentially have another company that's already essentially publicly traded and it's a blank check company where it's not necessarily branded and then essentially you go public where you kind of expedite that process that an ipo can take time and money and and all that so that's kind of an interesting little breakdown on um you know on on why uh spac could be a good option so that's kind of some you know in the monday side of things that's kind of a jam-packed monday moving on to throughout the week we saw ninja Esports gamer, streamer, signed with CAA, um, talent agency, which is uh, really interesting to see that. Florida football, um, they had a big outbreak into uh, their football team with COVID, and they were cl closed down um, op you know, operations on their facilities. Another SEC-type school is Alabama. Nick Saban caught COVID as well, and there's some other issues about being able to contain it um, across college football specifically in the SEC, that's kind of where a lot of, you know, news came up, but um, interesting things there. Hopefully they were able to get that under control. And, and by the looks of it, especially with the NFL too, they've had a lot of issues specifically with the Titans, the Patriots, um, there are a few other organizations had uh, um, you know, cases spread out. It's, it's going to be a long season. 
the NFL canceled the NBA, uh, sorry, the, uh, the Pro Bowl um, to provi- can provide an extra leeway week for you know extending the season if they need to, which will they likely will. So it's it's tough times, but you know the college football and NFL it's such a different sport where you can't really contain it like an NBA bubble. So it's going to be a longer season, maybe two to three extra weeks, even more. So hopefully they can finish the season. And if they finish it, it's a strong chance. It's not going to be on exact timing. So expect that they're, they're kind of moving things around, but um, kind of news right there. Uh, Del Vadova, Matthew Del Vadova, he invested into a company called fusion sport um, Baker Mayfield invests into a CBD company called Beam, which is interesting. Um, and uh, a lot of NFL players smoke cannabis and also use CBD. So it's going to be a next wave of endorsements, um, not just endorsements, but ownership in these companies, since it's a great brand alignment for a lot of these athletes of products they're already are using. So that's interesting there. Joe Burrow partnered with Lordstown Motors um, to be their official spokesperson. The New Orleans Saints. Um, is no longer allowed to have fans in their stands um, as, a, as a, an outbreak in the city. So they're exploring playing at LSU um, in Tiger Stadium. So that's interesting there. Oculus 2, which is uh, you know Facebook's VR headset. They launched a new VR headset um, this week at $299 uh, price point. So uh, you know virtual reality, I'm a big fan of that. Augmented reality, that's the next wave of where the innovation is going, especially for sports and entertainment. So we'll see how that product gets received, but it's still just not where it needs to be from a technology and scale standpoint. I actually have a prediction that Apple is going to be releasing some eyeglass type of, um, you know, uh, template or format for for, um, AR and VR software. So I think Apple is about to dabble. But if you look at the patents and what companies, big tech companies are filing for to, to protect IP, it's all around virtual reality, augmented reality, digitalization. So there's going to be a lot of players and that will hope, hopefully drive some innovation. Ronaldo, he tested positive for COVID-19. Dak Prescott, he had a very uh, gruesome injury this past weekend and he just got surgery done, but it, he's not going to be able to play the rest of the season. His leg was, ankle was turned sideways. So speedy recover for him but he signed a mega contract and from what i've read he might have had some insurance issues with it but his the way his deal was um, structured is that it won't affect his pay but i really hope he can get back to to playing but that's a you know a tough injury to see the ncaa um, there was a leak on their plan for name image and likeness to break things down the ncaa is uh, my opinion not been able to treat student athletes the right way with essentially telling them they can and can't do and then capitalizing on their name image likeness to make billions of dollars on tv deals merchandise sponsorship everything and they're not seeing a cent to that and um, now i mean there's a lot of questions being arose but there's a name image and likeness where students are able to use their own name image and likeness as they should to endorse products to sell services to start businesses to be entrepreneurial um, in that sense so that's a new wave coming. Um, states like California or Florida are on the forefront of that. And right now the NCAA is scattering to make a plan to how to uh, approve things like that. Is there a clearing house? Is there a overseer of who approves these endorsement deals? But from reading this document that was released by Sports Illustrated, essentially, you know, things have to be pre-approved. Um, there can't be any competitive with, say, a team is a, you know, um, 
uh, all state sponsor. They can't go to State Farm and endorse something like that. So it has to be there's some um, you know legalities with you know what they can endorse. And and to be honest, blue chip big companies like that, I don't see too many deals unless they're like a top twenty player. But there's going to be a lot of micro endorsements, say with a car dealership in Alabama and supporting you know even. You know, uh, you know, a third string quarterback. There still could be some resemblance there, but that's really where I think a lot of the deals are going to be done with localized and then also supporting, um, you know, different products that support student athletes, whether it's fitness related products or even being a personal trainer and selling that as a service to train younger athletes. So that's going to be interesting, but um, essentially the NCAA. NCAA will release their name, image, and likeness plan. So go check that out if you want to do some more research. So um, interesting there. Dallas and Los Angeles have been named cities that are considered to host uh, playoff bubbles for the NFL. So that's something they're trying to figure out is, you know, once there's less teams competing, not necessarily in the regular season, how do you be able to control that in a bubble city? So Dallas and L.A. are looking into that. Eagles increased their fan capacity around 7,500 inside the stadium. So you know, some teams have started with zero, some teams have started with much limited capacity, and then they're gradually working way up. Even uh, the Florida governor said you can have as you can have fully packed stands. I doubt any Florida sport will do that, but it's just kind of a shit show, to be honest, with some teams allowed to do it, some aren't, and some teams are spreading COVID much faster than others. So it's a little bit wishwashy, but you know, with uh, the Eagles, it seems like they gradually saw it. All right, it's safer to bring this many. And I think teams and leagues cannot survive with having empty stands like that. Getting butts and seats will essentially keep these, um, you know, teams going. The New York Nets released a new jersey through their for their throwback uniforms that used to be the New Jersey Jets, um, New Jersey Nets. And they released this kind of uh, colory looking um, jersey that came out for uh, what this upcoming season will do. It might be just for one season. They might have multiple uniforms, but they released it. And I thought they were pretty good looking, um, but you know, you know, some true authentic fans. Like if you're all, an OG Nets fan that came from New Jersey, that kind of is a play for them to say, hey, we're gonna bring that back. And you know, um, New Jersey, if you're you know, living in New Jersey and you're a diehard Nets fan at the time and they moved to Brooklyn, you might've lost some of your fandom. So this could be a way to kind of tap back into that historical roots of where it's going to. Who knows, my speculation. Um, from that as well, Kyrie Irving was doing a photo shoot with the New Jerseys. He teased at his new um, Nike Kyrie 7s. Um, just the back of it was seen. Interesting there. LaMelo Ball signed with the Puma, uh, which is really great to see. This is the first um, Ball brother that signed outside of the big baller brand. So, you know, Puma, this is definitely a mega deal. He's expected to be a lottery pick, probably in the top three. We'll see what team he goes to, but he just signed a mega deal with Puma and yeah, that's great for him. He's going to get you know paid off, and we'll we'll see. I don't think there's too much financials released on that, but he is uh, you know well on his way. Um, let's see. MLB partner partnered up with Lysol as a company. Uh, Jets released Le'Veon Bell, and then he signed a one-year deal with the Chiefs. So that's pretty scary to see Le'Veon Bell on the Chiefs. They're already a jam-packed team, and now they're stacked even more with that. So that's uh, you know good for Le'Veon Bell, but that's a one-year deal. So the NFL uh, was originally going to have the Super Bowl uh, in New Orleans in 2024, but there's some complications with scheduling for Mardi Gras. So now they moved that in New Orleans to 2025, 
And then now you see Las Vegas with their new stadium. They're jumping in to offer to host for their 2024. I, my, in my um, prediction, they'll probably get that. But that's an interesting new there, news there where you know they mix, mix it up and Las Vegas will likely get that since it's a brand new stadium. They're going to get one anyways, but uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And hopefully the next year there's going to be you know, jam-packed events where you can sell these out and we don't have to worry about social distancing as much. We just need um, a vaccine for COVID and or a better plan to regulate who goes in and making sure it's it's monitored and that's going to be really complicated. But hopefully by that time, we'll, we'll have things figured out. Amazon locked in its first deal for streaming um, a playoff game, wildcard playoff game. So that's big news for Amazon. They're just taking over everything, essentially from you know e-commerce to rights to tech. So you know when they get into business like this, uh, a lot of other you know streaming platforms um, or, or TV deals should be a little bit concerned. But they're innovative and they're sharp. So that's kind of a new level that Amazon has reached for streaming live professional games. Nerd Street Gamers and Five Below open up, I believe, three new facilities. It might be less than that, but they just opened up some brand new facilities. The Los Angeles Kings, Los Angeles Galaxy, they just entered a deal with Esports Entertainment Group. Uh, NCAA, um, we mentioned that earlier with the name, image, and likeness, but they just granted an extra year of eligibility for all winter sport athletes. So if they, you know, obviously this season was you know, upcoming season, maybe the spring and the, the winter, it's being disrupted. So they're extending the eligibility. Let's see. Nike um, is releasing a new shoe, released this, a new shoe this week called the Kobe Five Rings. So that was really well received. Uh, betting in Michigan online just got one step closer um, to kind of getting mass appeal. So that they just had some new legislation that was, um, you know, announced. Rockets general manager stepped down after, I believe, 13 to 15 years. Um, previously, if you remember, there's kind of a incident with um, with China and with uh, with his tweet, and you know China threatened to cancel it, and it was kind of stemming from him. And then the NBA supported um, uh, supported the Rockets GM, but he just recently stopped down. I don't know. I don't know exact reason, but that was recent news that came out. Ty Lue signed a five-year deal with the Clippers. Let's see. Abu Dhabi is looking to approve fans for the UFC Fight Island. Uh, Gail Benson, who's a Saints owner, she invested $53 million into a VC firm. DraftKings partners up with Turner Sports. The Match 3, uh, which is a golf event, charity golf event. Um, they just updated it, the, the players. So it's going to be Charles Barkley and Steph Curry versus Phil Mickelson and Peyton Manning. And I believe that's later in November that's going to happen. But previously it was, you know, Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning, uh, Phil Mickelson, and uh, I think I might have already said the name, Tom Brady, Phil, um, Peyton. So, you know, them four were playing. It was live streamed with, um, I believe, Turner Sports as well, who also partnered with DraftKings. So there will probably be live betting odds as well into that, which is um, really great to see. William Hill announced renderings for a uh, design in their uh, a sports book design inside of the stadium, inside of the arena where the the Wizards play, where the Capitals play, where the Mystics play. Um, so that's gonna be great. They did a sample trial run for a sports book pop up in DC, and it got um, a, you know ridiculous amount, like twelve million dollars worth of bets, um, and I think over one hundred and thirteen bets 
place totaling. So they had a really good, it was really well received. Sports betting was taken off. And this is one of the first teams in the US to announce a design inside the stadium where you can go outside of your seat and place wagers inside the stadium, which is how it's done in, in Europe and how it needs to be done in the US. We obviously have a lot of the tech infrastructure that can support online betting, but having that experience inside the stadium is crucial and kudos to, you know, um, you know, monumental sports group for you know pulling that off and excited to see that play out. Glossier just became the first beauty partner of the WNBA. And yeah, those are those are kind of just a speed round of a bunch of you know news that happened this week. So I know that was a lot, but hopefully, you know, if there's any news that interests you, you can obviously dive a little bit deeper. Another thing that I would like to do and that could be helpful for you is um you know, spout out some career openings that happened this week. And um, let me let me pull it up right here. But essentially, do this daily um, as well, a uh, daily rundown. And essentially, um, every day kind of doing the same type of recap in a, under one minute with all the top sports biz news stories, and then also careers as well that opened up. So hopefully that is helpful to you if you ever want to check that out on a daily basis this is a weekly rundown. But all right, cool. Found the list. So essentially, this is a. I'll just kind of do a speed round. So if you, if there's any interest uh, in these, um, obviously just kind of do your own research and and finding them. But essentially, this week we saw SeatGeek is hiring for a product manager. WWE is hiring for a product analyst. FanDuel is looking for a marketing associate in their sports book. NBA is looking for an operations leader. Overtime is looking for account executive. Genius Sports. Sports Group is looking for a business development manager. DraftKings is looking for a lead copywriter. William Hill is looking for business analyst. Dick Sporting Goods is looking for a senior administrative assistant. NBC Universal Media is looking for a senior show director. International Olympic Committee, uh, Interna- International Olympic Committee is looking for an intern in their athlete engagement department. Dick Sporting Goods is looking for a event planner. The Football Association of London is looking for a content and campaign planning manager. NBC Universal Media is looking for a senior producer of podcasts. Adidas looking for an assistant manager in global brand communications. DraftKings is looking for an influencer marketing specialist. McLaren Racing is looking for a business operations coordinator for their Americas. Portland Trailblazers is looking for a partnership marketing manager. The Spun, uh, SEO specialist for their sports website, Drone Racing League, director of engineering, production coordinator for FanDuel, DKC, account executive in public affairs, Rock Nation, assistant manager of creative strategy, Nike footwear designer, director, BSE Global, director of sponsorships, CBS, interactive talent acquisition coordinator, Rock Nation, Manager, Digital Strategy and Marketing, might have already just mentioned that one. Uh, Warner Media, Marketing Coordinator in Sports. Stanford, Research Assistant in their Sports Management. Tops Company, Global Director of E-Commerce. PJ of America, Digital Business Operations Lead. Stack Sports, Sports Writer, Internship. William Hill, Assistant Director of Custom Operations. Learfield IMG, Manager and Business Development, University of Wisconsin, DraftKings, New Business Associate and their VIP, 
Endeavor, assistant to the SVP, general counsel, TikTok, growth strategy specialist in their sports division. And that's it. Yeah, so that was a lot of careers. I know it was kind of rapid fire, but every day we do this as well, usually six to 12. That happened within the past 24 hours. And this was a recap of the past week on a sports biz career opening. So if you're looking for a career, or if you're just looking to explore, test the market, hopefully those were kind of the top career openings I saw that would be essentially helpful from internship all the way to senior director. So whether whatever you are in the industry listening to this, I appreciate and hopefully that was helpful. And yeah, that kind of wraps up the week. So that was a really concise breakdown, speed uh, speed round with um, up, actually one more thing, upcoming events. Um, we see hashtag sports happening October 20th to 22nd. Um, Young CEO experience put on by Overtime Boardroom October 27th. And then I'm actually organizing the athlete platform, a virtual event on October 29th. More details to come about that, but feel free to reach out and I'll send you a free ticket to that. If you just reach out to me, DM me at sportsbiznick on Instagram, email me nick.hayden at sportsbizgroup.com, whatever, you'll find a way to get out, reach out to me. But those are some upcoming online events. And thanks again for tuning in. Hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully this got you up to speed. And we're always looking to hear from you. If you are listening to this, wherever you are, um, please reach out. Give us recommendations. Let us know who you want to hear on the podcast. Let us know what kind of interviews or um, news you want to hear reported. If you have news that you've worked on and, and it's a headline, please send it to us and we'll help promote it. Right. So always looking to collaborate. Hopefully this is helpful. Hope you have an amazing weekend. And thank you and stay safe.